Do you need a break from the news? Well, my friend, Nerdette Podcast is here for you. Our show is all about delight. We laugh about what's happening in pop culture and feature thoughtful interviews with fascinating people. We even have a monthly book club that you can participate in. I could just go on and on about it. I loved this book. It was an experience, I'll tell you that. (laughs) I discovered authors I had never heard of, and I'm really happy that I did. Come hang out with us. Listen to Nerdette wherever you get your podcasts. It's Curious City, where we take your questions about Chicago and the region and investigate, report, explore from WBEZ. Northwestern football is committed to recognizing the men and women of the armed forces that unselfishly protect our freedom every single day. Hi, I'm Curious City reporter Monica Eng, and you're listening to a tribute to an American soldier. It took place during a recent Northwestern University football game. The game began with the Star Spangled Banner. It was followed by the unfurling of a giant American flag. Then another flag sailed onto the field via parachutist, and the crowd cheered. Our questioner Nick likes to go to Northwestern games, and he's seen his share of these salutes to the military at sports events. But he's also a veteran of the Vietnam War, and he's got some suspicions about these kinds of patriotic displays. I've heard and read about the Department of Defense giving pro teams money to do these displays at their games, be it football or baseball. He's talking about stories that came out after this government report in 2015. Arizona Senators John McCain and Jeff Flake have issued a scathing report revealing the Department of Defense paid millions of dollars for displays of patriotism before and during sporting events to boost military recruitment. In their report, the senators called out a bunch of teams that took money from both the Department of Defense and the National Guard. This was for staging patriotic tributes, like the ones Nick still sees at Northwestern Games. So he's got some questions. I'm just kind of wondering if that's filtered down to sports at the collegiate level. You know, are they getting money from the Department of Defense? And if so, why would they be getting money? And why are we doing this? Just to be clear, the kinds of tributes in question, they're things like salutes to hometown military heroes, flyovers, color guards, and flag unfurlings. Essentially, stuff aimed at recruiting new troops and building up public relations for the military. They look a lot like they're voluntary. But the Senate investigation revealed the DOD and National Guard actually gave the teams millions in taxpayer dollars to stage the tributes. And as a veteran who gets some benefits, Nick says he thinks the military could spend the money more wisely. As long as there are vets struggling to get disability benefits, as long as there are vets needing health care, be it mental or physical, as long as there are vets who are struggling with the transition to civilian life, it just bothers me that money is going toward paid patriotism. I think the money needs to go toward these other issues. As it turns out, Nick is on to something. Some colleges did take money, at least until the Senate report came out. See, after Senators Flake and McCain finished their investigation, they added language to a 2016 defense bill. That language prohibited the DOD and National Guard from paying for more on-field displays. Teams, including college ones, could still present the tributes. They just had to do it for free. So which colleges took those payments before the new rules kicked in? To find out, you have to dig through the Senate report to pages ah, 83 and 84. Okay, 
Here, it calls out college teams that just happen to compete with Northwestern in the Big Ten Conference. These include Purdue University, Indiana University, and the University of Wisconsin. The report says that each took money from the National Guard to stage patriotic ceremonies at games. For the record, the Wisconsin and Indiana National Guard say they don't make these kinds of contracts anymore. And the Illinois Guard says it never has. But what about Northwestern, you know, the school Nick asked about? Their officials say they did, at one time, get money for these things starting in 2014. But today, they say they've shifted away from the Army, quote, directly sponsoring military or patriotic recognitions. This news that Northwestern had taken the money, it bothered Nick. Why are they participating in this whole thing, you know? I mean, they've got a pretty good endowment over there. So what's this about? Is this about the corporatization of, of universities nowadays? I and mean, it's just this business model. Here's a source stream of revenue that we can collect on. When we asked Northwestern for more details about why they took the money, officials simply stopped responding. So the practices did happen at some Midwestern universities. But if we can believe the officials, they stopped when the new rules kicked in in 2016. Given this, you might expect to see a big drop in military spending at college games between 2016 and 17, because there's so much stuff they're no longer allowed to pay for. So then why do you instead see a jump in spending at these games nationally? I asked National Guard Bureau spokesman Kurt Rauschenberg, and he essentially said, hey, the new rules only restrict the kinds of things the Guard can pay for at games, not the amount they can spend. In other words, college games can still feature all the same stuff banners, booths, and on-field patriotic salutes. Plus, all the same money can change hands. The big change is that the DOD and National Guard can no longer specifically pay for the patriotic salutes. But this doesn't mean there'll be less of a military presence at college games. As Rauschenberg of the National Guard says, these are great places for recruiting, largely because they attract... A population, you know, 17 years old to 24 years old, you know, individuals who may have been attending sporting events because they have a strong physical fitness background, and, and that's something that the military looks for in, uh, in potential recruits. Most of the information for this story came from the cooperative folks at the National Guard, which accounted for most of the spending called out in the 2015 report. The rest of the money came from contract sports teams made with the agencies of the DOD, and representatives there didn't respond to any questions about if or how things have changed in the wake of the new guidelines. Our questioner, Nick, says he's glad to hear that McCain and Flake uncovered the practice and made new rules. But he's not super convinced they've made a big change. In fact, no one at the DOD or even the senator's offices could point to a single audit to, you know, check if anyone was complying. So to Nick's question, the Midwestern schools that were taking the money for patriotic displays say they've stopped. But even if that's true, there's still an element to all this military marketing that bugs this veteran. I think part of this is about selling war, you know, and and making it sort of like, wow, here Johnny comes marching home, rah, 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 you know, let's do the flyover, let's let's parade the vet out in front of everybody and and clap and applaud. I'm not sure who this really serves. I don't think the vet. This week's reporting came from me, Monica Eng. Curious City is supported by the Conant Family Foundation. Special thanks for audio and reporting help from Northwestern student, Jianning He. 
Next time on Curious City, think of the jobs you'd expect to find in the city of Chicago's budget, like police officer, paramedic, or alderman. One man found something unexpected. I was just scrolling through and I saw blacksmith and I thought, did my eyes deceive me? That's right, blacksmith. So burly bearded dudes smithing swords in a mountain or something else? We asked one. I think the trade has evolved into what we all do now. That's next time on WBEZ's Curious City. Sometimes you just need a quick overview of the news. Meantime, it was chaos today at the Chicago City Council. A Chicago cop with a controversial past is running for judge. Other times you're looking for a deeper understanding of what's going on in the city. Wow, that's so, no one has asked me that question. The Rundown Podcast has all of that and it's Chicago based. So you know what's up in your neighborhood and across town. Listen to The Rundown wherever you get your podcasts or at wbez.org slash rundown.